guess. It was somewhere in my darkest dreams It was unlike anything I've ever seen The sun was fading into the sky I'm gone. This is Windy City Redneck, the podcast. We are back, coming to you from the barn in South Central Illinois. It's that time of year again, where we're getting getting ready for deer season. We're we're full throttle. Joining me tonight, this is Renee Jr., your host of Windy City Redneck, the podcast. My co-host, as usual, One More is here. Say hello, One More. Hello. And making his return, Ron is with us. Say hello. What's up, guys? Get a little closer there. Get it. What's up, guys? There you go. Yeah. Hello. There we go. There. That sounds good. You are listening to Liam Durkin. I'm gone from his CD, Behind the Wheel. Thanks, Liam Durkin, for letting us use his music. Official music of Windy City Redneck, the podcast, and everything Windy City Redneck. We got a lot going on, a couple things to cover on tonight's podcast, some things that have been going on. Letting you know we'll be back at Rosangela's Pizza in Evergreen Park on Wednesday, October 19th. Whiskey Jim is back. Meet us there at the restaurant. We're going to have all new samples of uh, Blackpool whiskey, some new products they got. Uh, Whiskey Jim will be there. Uh, We have a surprise guest or two as well. Uh, The recording will start uh, somewhere around uh, 6 o'clock, so come on out to Rosangela's in Evergreen Park on Wednesday, October 19th, and I'll remind you of that. Okay. So, hey, it's uh, uh, there's been a lot going on, and I actually, normally I don't prepare for this podcast as much. Um, I have a general outline, but I, I actually have things that, that I want to uh, address. And the, the first one is, um, let's talk uh, Let's talk White Sox implosion. Implosion is an <laughs> understatement. What the holy hell. We are explicit language, by the way. So I'm glad it's over. Yeah, what about you, one more? It's, I'm glad it's over. It was, that was insane, man. A, a team that had so much promise. And and folks, you know it's 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 hunting season, and you know we we always have. I got to turn my my input up here a little bit. Um, we have this crazy. How many people are in the the big text thread? Is it sixteen or seventeen? Seventeen. Seventeen people in the big thread, and on on that one, it's like we start talking about things, and and the majority of us are Sox fans. There's a couple Cubs fans in there. Northwoods Matt is a Cubs fan. Jim's a Cubs fan. And Jim's a Cubs fan, and uh. So it, it, but you're the one, Ron, that usually starts the whole Larusa shit. <laughs> I you did qu- not agree with that hire in the beginning, anyway. I, did I, you? I got a question for you, Renee. Sure, go ahead. Is it Ozzy time yet? I love Ozzy, but I don't know that you can bring him back. I think this is a talented. Already, so like, yeah. Well, what do you think? I mean, you think you should bring Ozzy back? Nah, he had his time. I think so too. I think that ship has sailed. No, I mean, no, no, no. It's, this is a talented young group of people that need their fucking ass kicked. Yeah. 
Well, and he can he can reach them too. I mean, you have a lot of Latin players on there, and he yes. can connect with them. Yes. So I think I don't know why you bring in the old decrepit white guy to <laughs> hang out with a bunch of hip uh, fucking Puerto Ricans and Mexican dudes. That don't speak English. Yeah, they have more gold jewelry. You know, the only gold that Tony Larusa knows is the shit that's in his teeth. You know, that's that's where I'm looking. I don't I don't know how he could even relate to them. It was a terrible hire, and it shows. It was an emotional hire. The old man hired him. Yeah. There's uh, I was listening to some uh, local sports radio, and they were talking about how they don't think anything's going to change in White Sox world until, is it Michael Reinsdorf, the son, takes it over? Because I guess he's more in charge of the Bulls than the old man, right? Michael Reinsdorf, I believe? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, did just Reinsdorf, and, I mean, he let, he let Jerry Krause rip apart the dream team. That ship had kind of sailed, though, dude. You know, oh, no, they were going to win a seventh championship. Have I ever told either one of you two that I cannot stand fucking LeBron James? Yeah, I thought yeah, I would yeah, just I get that so. over with. Yeah, I think you have. <laughs> I think there, there's a few episodes, on, I think, that uh, have that. Oh, awesome. dude, he's on that AT&T commercial now with Lily, okay. and I, I literally changed the, the channel. I cannot watch it. I'm like, I, I just I just, I can't stand the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Explicit language. Mm-hmm. Winnie City Redneck, the podcast. So I, I wanted to do that, and... Um, just talk about the implosion and what do you have you guys seen that uh, Abreu on social media kind of said his goodbye to Chicago. It, it yeah, looks like free, the writing's on the agent. wall. Yeah. I think he knows it too, yeah. and that's kind of a kind of reminds me of when uh, Big Frank Thomas. Yeah, he left the White Sox and what, yeah, more like more went, like a Paul Canerco. And he went, yeah. Well, Canerco didn't go anywhere else no. after he left us. He just retired. No, he just retired. Uh, Big Frank wound up going to Oakland, I believe. And it was weird seeing him in another uniform, you know. And uh, I'd hate to see that happen to Jose. But I get, you know, I just said sentimental higher in Larusa. How old is he now? Relatively, relative. He's getting up there. Yeah. Yeah. It, as far as an athlete though left. goes, they, him, they might you know? resign him. You you might see him stay. Well, if he if he does go, I hope he goes somewhere where he can get a get a ring or something. He's been yeah. He's he's been he's, a, he's he's done a lot for our team. He has. He has, and he's done a lot for that clubhouse and. And uh, keeping everything together in there, but I just uh, hopefully he hopefully he's back, you know. And I, I have an Abreu jersey, so I would like to me too not have another one that the guy's not here. You I know? just bought it. Well, too. if you want him to leave, I'll go buy one because every time I buy a jersey, the guys leave. The next well, that's time. what happens to Roscoe. <laughs> she got uh, the Devin Hester jersey, and then uh, for the Bears, and uh, then he wound up. Uh, did he leave or retire? He left. Yeah, he left, and yeah, it's it's like he was a one hit wonder. Dude, he was probably the best hit. kickoff and punt no, returner he definitely in NFL history. He, is, he definitely I mean, is the best kickoff returner in NFL history. Yeah, but I mean. You only do your career so much playing a position that sees the field like five or six, four or five times a game. Yeah. Well, the, the Sox season is over, and it's it's a shame. I thought I thought we would be down here at the barn in South Central watching some playoff games. thought that would be kind of cool. Yeah, maybe at the beginning of the season. Until everybody started getting hurt. Yeah. Nah, even even at the All-Star, right after the All-Star break, they, they won a couple games. I thought, I mean, they were in it up until two weeks. When they got swept by Cleveland. Well, now that, the last time I looked, they're 11 games back. Oh, yeah. They, they were, they were too. Yeah. They had a chance. If they would have swept Cleveland in that series two and a half weeks ago, they yeah. would have had a chance. And I'm of the belief, I don't know what you guys think, but I, I'd rather not make the playoffs. Because if you're going to go in and you're going to lose to the first team you play, why 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 bother? Yeah. 
Why bother? Why waste my time and get me all excited for you not to go anywhere? I don't know. I, I think that team completely healthy has a chance to beat anyone. So the health-wise, I mean, who do you blame that on? The trainer? I mean, the White Sox. Just unlucky. You know it's who, just unlucky. I, and I might have the. I might be off on the number. It's either 14 or 17. Do you know that Andrew Vaughn? Was the home run leader on this team this year for the whole season? Yeah, I don't even think it's. I don't think a single person went over twenty. Yeah, they they didn't do seventeen home runs. He was the leader on the team. Really? Where's? I mean, he had. You know, you know. I mean, it was a. Don't get me wrong, though. He was. He. I think he was highest with RBIs, wasn't he? I don't know, but I'm just saying is that I mean, for a team that had so much promise and. You thought the long ball was going to work with Jimenez. Well, and, Jimenez, you know, I, I, somebody called him bubble rep boy. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like he every, needs every, to be. Other, uh, oh, my God. It, yeah. Well, so, not, But when he did come in, he, he belt a few. He was healthy. Yeah, but he not was enough. healthy after the All-Star break. Not enough. They, they didn't get it done. I mean, Kato was hurt a lot. And then as far as, you know, you know you're know, you listening to Windy City Redneck, the podcast, and, and we talk a lot about things in Chicago. I mean, who do we have to look forward to now? The Bulls? Because you certainly can't look forward to the Bears. You can't look forward to the Blackhawks either. They're going to be terrible. No, the Blackhawks are going to be... Uh, well, they might get to bring it back, I saw. He's trying to come back. They just traded him. He's gone. I know, but his uh, contract has uh, expired with that team. He's trying to come back. He thinks he's going to come back to Chicago. That's the rumblings that I, I saw. I hope so. So, I mean, they got to do something. You know I mean? It's just... It's going to be a long winter, dudes. We're going to have to... And we're uh, not watching Green Bay. I don't want to no, shit we're right watching now. Green Bay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something tells me you we're going to have a power outage. Yeah, you and your brother, <laughs> there's going to be no green and gold in this barn. Go it's pack, all going to stay red, white, and blue. All American all the time. Up by the grill. So speaking of all American all the time, Ron, I am so glad that you are on the podcast with me and one more this week. Um, the last time you were in, uh, you had me and him we were dying laughing. You you are a genuine dude. Love having you in. Uh, the questions I'm going to ask you now are completely right up your alley. The last time you were in, we talked about um, fishing, and we talked about your fantasy fishing tournament and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you're smiling. I think you know where I'm going to go with this. I want to know what you think about the dirty, rotten bastards that got caught in the walleye tournament stuffing them with lead and I, I had a feeling this is coming. What do you think? They should be in jail. It, uh, one more. Did you see this? No. no. Tell them. So two professional walleye fishermen who have made a lot of money in one. $306,000. And they date. won wow. boats and won boats in tournaments last year. We're putting eight ounce <laughs> egg lead weights down the walleye's throats. Oh, I, well, I see something on uh, like a taco. Oh, yeah, and the guy had lead weights on it. <laughs> Oh, that's, yeah, it's oh, everywhere. One more, it's unbelievable. These in reference to that. You gotta watch the uh, Billy Hot Takes has the video. Is I, that who I it don't was? know who has the. It was the walleye showed I, I, something up in Michigan. I I give the guy credit. He got caught red-handed and stood there and took it like a champ. But yeah, he should be in jail. There were people in the background that were saying, "Call the cops." It's- uh, it's a fraud. Uh, grand in, larceny in, yeah. in states like Texas and Florida, states like that where they make like professional bass fishing and, and stuff like that, professional professional fishing series, like basically connect the dots for some of these economies in these small towns, you go to jail for that. And and it's kind of like, I, I think it's we theft. talked, 
It's theft. <laughs> yeah, and I think we talked about it one time on this. My levels are all messed up. We talked about it one time on this podcast about, uh, I thought we did, or maybe we just we talk about a lot of things when we're on air. And, yeah, and I'm talking about, uh, and this may just be a conversation that some of us have had at one time. When I was younger, I had some friends that, uh, that I would play golf with, and they were they were just blatant cheaters. They would say, oh, yeah, I, I had a five. And I'm like, there's no fucking way you had a five. You hit it in the water. I, you're, yeah, you were here, you were there, you were everywhere, and then magically their balls in the middle of the fairway. I'm like, how do you know? How do you know what your capabilities are if you're cheating? How, how do you know if you're getting better? Right? You have nothing. You have no true barometer to to move by. And well, these I guys, go, I don't go double digits. I only nine. Oh, you everything's a nine for you. Everything's a nine. Yeah, max. I, if I get under nine, I'm happy. You and I have a lot of mutual friends. A mutual friend of ours. Uh, he used to say, ah, just put me down for a snowman, which was the eight. <laughs> just put me, put, put me down for a snowman. Uh, and a lot of that is just for fun and stuff. But this fishing tournament shit, that blew me away. The guy, you're right. He just, I don't know that he took it like a man, no, but it, he took it. You need to watch the video. So what was he doing, shoving it down the fish's mouth? No, so the guy weighing it in, I guess when he was weighing the fish in, you weigh walleye in dead. So, which for whatever reason it is, I don't understand it. I'm a bass fisherman. Yeah, we weigh our fish in alive, but they weigh their fish in dead. And he felt something weird inside the fish when he was handling it, like a hurt lump. Yes, like a lump. So he cut it. One more, you got you got to see the video. It's unbelievable. So they cut the fish open, and there was two eight ounce lead egg shaped lead weights in each of their five fish. And, and fillets, and they had yes, they had they had fillets. They in filleted there. smaller walleye and stuffed the walleye fillets in the in the <laughs> mouth so, of so the, the walleye, uh, so it was in the stomach. No, no. So the uh, the lead weights wouldn't uh, bounce Fall together. Okay, no, so they wouldn't you. bounce together. Okay. So they want to make noise. So they want to yep. go clankety clank. Yep. So they have like a jewel. You know, like when you go to They've Jewel. They've been cheating for years. So you know when you go to Jewel and you get that plastic basket yeah. and it's got all the the vent holes and everything in it. The guy's got the walleye in the thing, and uh, the director or the guy that's running it takes out a just all of a sudden he's got a switchblade in his hand. And he just he guts the one and just starts plucking out these weights, and they're like, "Get this on video!" I it I thought they were gonna lynch the guy. I mean that crowd they was pretty. Pissed. They should have. No, well, uh, that's a lot of money. They, every single penny that they have won, well, should be confiscated. Oh, definitely. Every they single get, penny they should get sued and. Their, their boat, money. the boat that they won, should yep. be taken from them, and they should spend time in jail. Well, and think theft. about think about the sponsors. Oh yeah, they're sponsored I mean, fishing. If you're if you're the sponsor, you're gone. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, you're tarnished now because these guys were just blatant cheaters. Not only that, they should be banned for life from any fishing tournament, any fishing series, yeah, anywhere. Period. And, and then I would also what what that that's called restitution, where you got to pay the shit back. Yep. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like with interest. They shouldn't even be allowed to be. They shouldn't even be allowed to collect a fishing license in any state. They shouldn't be allowed to fish. Period. So if you have to pay back, what's your thoughts of this, Ron? Is that if you have to pay back that money restitution, it should go to all the guys that finished second place to them. Yeah, definitely. Those guys. Should yeah, if a, if you can backtrack titles. that far, otherwise it should just get. That, well, I'm just saying, man. I mean, that money should go to conservation efforts. You know, and, and think of all the guys that are trying to do it right. You know, it's kind of like us. Oh, it's oh, smacking we, the we, I'd be pissed, like you're saying, the guy that was second. And now you're finding out these guys are doing that. Yeah. And the whole time, now well, you're going to be like, 
I was a winner. And well, they had been doing it for years. And, and there's a parallel on this because we've talked in uh, one of the podcasts we did down here with Vose and your, Ron, your brother Jim was in on it. We were down here and we were talking about how difficult it is to hunt public that land. That was me. Yeah. But yeah. you guys were all, yeah. And we were all talking, you guys were talking about uh, basic cheaters, the guys who are not following the rules. And we try to make our, the Windy City Redneck, follow the rules and do the right things. And we got guys that, in certain public land scenarios, are doing illegal deer drives and uh, switching their tags around, and mm-hmm. and and we don't do that. No, we don't. I mean, Shoot he can't deer and having somebody else come up. And take yeah, it. and and I I truly believe in this. This is not just a Renee Junior thing. I think it's a, a good thing for our club. And knowing that uh, the majority of the guys in our club are first responders, either firefighters, EMTs, policemen, military. Um, you know, all walks of life, but we're heavy, hardcore first responder in this group. And you guys, those guys in the group that are that way, they take a solemn oath to uphold and, and be lawful. And you just need to carry that on through life. And I think we do that in our group. And it's really disheartening when you see someone that just blatantly does that sort of stuff. And I'm, I'm glad that, that we don't. Oh, those those and, guys had a system. They had a system. They've been doing it for years. That, that I, when I saw that. I was just unbelievable. So one more, you saw the videos online of the people with the lead weights on the tacos. Yeah, yeah. No, that was on Facebook or whatever. yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. But I mean, dude, I, it's I like, didn't get it. I'm just like, okay. I guess, wait till yeah. you okay. watch the videos, and you're just going <laughs> to be I know like, what it's all about. I can, I it's it's unbelievable. But I thought it was a good thing for you to talk about, Ron, because you talked about we talked oh, yeah, about the I, fishing I was... before. And when I saw this video, it was you and your brother were the first guys I thought of I, when this I shit went down. Yep, I'd heard I heard all I about thought it. you guys would be jumping out of your skin. Oh, yeah, it pissed me off. Just yeah. watching it pissed me off. And, and the guy has a very punchable face. Yeah, he he, he kind of he does. Um, the fishing thing, and, and one more, I've got some stuff for you, but focusing a little bit on Ron right now because you haven't been on in a while. Um, How would your summer go with the HMS overtime? I know that you got out, you made it down to Texas. Yep. How'd that go? Uh, pretty tough. Not as Not as good as we wanted it to go, but... Caught a couple four pounders. Okay, how was it with the new boat though? The new boat. Oh, the new boat is awesome. We uh, took it up to Wisconsin. Uh, went musky fishing with one of our uh, one of our guys, Gary, and we didn't boat one, but we had a pretty good day in terms of musky fishing. Now, we, was Randy with you on that one? No. Okay, who was Randy with when? Because you guys were all up in the Northwoods together. Yeah. Not together, together. Uh, Randy Randy was there, but we didn't take him out that day. Well, I posted, check out WindyCityRedneck.com. Check us out on uh, Facebook, Windy City Redneck. You'll see the pictures from the summer. Tim and Alyssa were out in the Northwoods. You guys, the young guns, were out in the Northwoods. Um, it looked like a pretty productive summer from what I saw on the photos. Yeah, we used it uh, more than we've used the other boat in the past yeah and but you guys have been working too i mean you've been you yeah, guys have been putting in yeah, a lot of time as first responders you got you guys have been putting in a lot of shifts and and doing yeoman's work on that so that you don't get a lot of time on the water but i bet when you're out there and you get that time on the water you appreciate it right and it's got to be easier yeah. now with the new boat oh yeah well you don't have to trailer at 16 hours and pray it starts yeah yeah, <laughs> the good old HMS overtime. You get so frustrated, you forget to strap down your poles. Yep, <laughs> yeah. been there, done that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm glad you had a good summer with that. And uh, this one, uh, it's time to get back at it. This is season two, episode twenty. Uh, we're recording this at our barn, the clubhouse at the barn in South Central Illinois. Uh, it's uh, 
It's it's haunting season, and the title of this episode is uh, "It's Here," and it is here. It's finally here. We're we're back, and today was my first day in a, in a tree for the season. I think you guys might may have been out before me. I'm sorry, I was watching the video. Those you were, were watching the video. Those are huge waste. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. How could you not tell? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I could see a couple like you know maybe like some little jig you know a couple outs. No, dude, here and there. Those are, it's ridiculous. Those are like almost, yeah. the, the worst part about it is too is I think they weighed the fish after they took the weights out and they they actually would have won without, without cheating. The weights. Those things, I've I've got Christmas ornaments on my tree that are smaller than those things. Yeah. I mean that is that not ridiculous? <laughs> They're stupid. Yeah. They're stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would think actually by looking at the size of those fish and what they actually weighed, there would have been that would have been suspect. Yeah, right yeah, they there. had they it's had like, wait, five gotta, walleye for thirty three pounds and yeah. they were twenty inches long. Yeah, yeah they're all like they're not very big fish. So for the weight to come through, you'd be like, I, don't know. I think there's in one of those videos, there's a guy that's standing in the background, and I think you hear him say, "There's no way that fish weighs whatever." came up on the scale and so i think that they may have had an idea because of the weight something yeah, something was knew, yeah they knew those something fish, yeah. for that, the size of the, the weights that they pulled out of there the two weights those weights alone are like probably more than the fish dude, those are like the, the one they had a, they had a pound extra in each fish yeah that's I mean, ridiculous. Fish don't weigh that much to be no good. no yeah so one of the guys i work with uh uh, was saying about, I don't know if he saw this in an article or something like that, but apparently, I don't know that PETA gets involved with fish, but some no. organization now. People eating tasty animals gets involved yeah. with. Well, that's us. We belong to PETA. Yeah. PETA. Um, think about it. They're uh, lead weights, huge lead weights. They're major toxins. Yeah, but and we've been using lead weights for fishing. For- I know, I know, but now now this is raising eyebrows amongst those people, and they're like, "Oh my god, you're contaminating!" Oh my god, you know the Karens of the world, yes. right? <laughs> you know, yep. see that thing online. Speaking of the Karens, uh, the Karens of the world. I saw this meme, and we should start posting this stuff online. There's, uh, they show this uh, parking sign at a. Uh, yeah, let's just say it was at a Tasty Freeze or what, or Target or whatever, and the sign says "Parking for Green Vehicles Only." As Broad pulls up with a green pickup truck, <laughs> God bless her. Yeah, they don't get it. They don't get it. And as long as we're talking green vehicles and and everything that's been going on, any of you guys got any friends and family down in Florida? No. I, I just a shout out to all the folks in Florida. I mean, yeah. I, what's the death toll? Man, I I don't know. I don't know. Fort, Fort Myers got flattened. Yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I uh, I've taken my family and uh, Roscoe and I have been to Sanibel Island a couple times. Okay, and I saw the pictures of Sanibel and the causeway and the road is gone and everything and uh, that that one actually kind of brings a tear to my eye because that 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 was a that's that was a beautiful place. Um, Keyword it, was yeah yeah was yeah, I mean it's they'll, they'll it's pretty much it's yeah, pretty much gone. So hopefully, so shout out to all the folks in Florida. Hope you guys can uh, get your stuff back together. You got the right guy leading the charge, in my opinion. DeSantis, DeSantis is the guy to get shit done, and he he's not going to take no for an answer. So uh, at least you got him. And again, uh, we try to avoid politics as much as we can. However, this is one of those ones where we can't. DeSantis is the guy. He's going to get that shit done. Hey, so it's good to hear that uh, you're fishing and your time out on the water went good. Um, I hate to bring this subject up just because. Um, it makes my skin crawl, but, uh, 
What's your forecast for your your Packers? What do you think is going to go down with them? Uh, and on, me... and do you think do you think that uh, Rogers? You think he's done? Uh, no, he's got a few more years left. How old is he now? <sighs> Getting close to forty. Uh, let me look at their schedule here. I I'll saw the 40-year-old guy. Did you see Brady and Giselle are getting divorced? 45. Oh. He's 45. So, so you got a, we got a chance for her, right? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, dumb and Dumber? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a million zillion yeah. years. So, I got a so you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying uh, there's a chance. Let's see here. The just like when we were having Green pizza Day earlier Day at the local pub uh, down here. <laughs> we're talking about Knucklehead here to my left. Ron is saying it. Dude, I can't wait to. I'm, I'm going to win the Mega Millions, and then I'm going to. We're going we're gonna to get our own property. Like, okay, yeah. Same. I think they lose at maximum. I think they lose five games this year, unless something tragic happens. Okay, someone important gets hurt, aka yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, or Aaron Jones. Yeah, I think they lose five games. Okay, well, I'm. You know, they make the playoffs. I will say this: they beat though. the Bears twice. And one more. I don't know what your your opinion is, but. Uh, I'm not a huge Packer fan, obviously, because we're Windy City guys. But um, when our, I, I think our team is just absolutely terrible. So I mean, it's your quarterback. It, it's I just don't understand. You know, th- th- there's a little bit of jealousy, but you guys don't even have an owner. You have a board of directors, yep. and all of your fans are on the team and everything. Yeah, publicly traded. And you and you guys seem to manage your your talent and you're consistently in it. And then you get these pretty much, dude. Well, compared to the Bears, I mean, come on. And please, to the NFL, please stop putting the Bears on national TV. Why the fuck do we got to be on national TV to be embarrassed? I think some of the Green Bay Packers' shortcomings, I think some of the shortcomings have been covered up by two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back-to-back. Yeah. Well. They haven't. Their defense is going to be good this year. Their defense is going to be good for a while. Not good. They're going to be okay for a while. Yeah. Hey, I'm no historian, and if I'm not mistaken, our last Hall of Fame quarterback is Sid Luckman. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm 30 years old, and I've seen two starting quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, good for you. You know, me and one more. We've seen, geez, how many? 30. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. It's it's just well, the, the, the amount here, amount so. of guys we, we we've gone through. So, uh, well, glad you had a, a good summer with the fishing. Um, and then uh, I'm going to, uh, we'll talk about, uh, hunting and, and the prospects of the season here. I want to hit, uh, I got a couple questions for one more. I want to uh, get an update. How is your, your friend, um, uh, you have found a new place that I think you want to talk about. You like the, uh, the Moose Lodge in Chicago Heights. Yes. We just, why don't you, why don't you tell our listeners about that place? Uh, it's a Moose Lodge in Chicago Heights. No, but you have like rave reviews about it. Tell them there's a lot of amenities and things that got uh, going yeah, there. Let got, everyone they know. Got, they got a shooting range. They got a trap range. They got a nice little lake on it. Um, you can. They got a little doggy beach. You can camp there. Uh, it's an awesome little establishment. They got you know a bar with gambling in it, and they have a nice uh, banquet room. Uh, it's just uh, we went there for a fundraiser for my neighbor, and. Uh, I ended up joining that day, and that's that's why I bring it up. How is she doing? She uh, she's, she's she had doing, a motorcycle accident, yeah, correct? Yeah, they were in Nashville and got in a motorcycle accident, and she was in critical condition for a little while. Um, she's doing much better. She's doing uh, pretty good, actually. She's walking the kids down the street, but you know she's still got a long road to go. And um, this is one of your neighbors, and uh, the, her husband um, has been kind enough. Uh, 
a few times to uh, provide us with firewood. He's yep. he, he's, he's a firewood supplier. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna hit him up soon. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's he's pretty cool. I I've been over there once, I believe, with the trailer, and yep. um, he's loaded us up with some hardwood to bring down here to to burn at the barn. Um, super nice people, hardworking individuals, and it's it's hard to see. Um, Bad luck befall people like that, and uh, and I know you've been uh, you like that Moose Lodge now, and you, you got there because of the benefit and stuff. And, yeah, uh, I ended up running into somebody from the local bars and uh, just outside who is like vice president or whatever, and here it turns out, you know, I ran into this guy, and we started talking during the benefit, and he yeah. signed me up that night. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's a nice it's a nice little place. It's a uh, you know, a lot of, you know, just family orientated people yeah. uh, and learning about, I just joined it because it was a really cool place. But then I, after looking into it, the moose actually helps uh, a lot of elderly people and they're pretty much for the, the young and the old. You okay. know what I mean? They got a place in Florida for, uh, for the elderly that, you know, if you're, you're having a hard time, you can turn around and uh, <clears throat> you can get a residency down there. I know, I'm not sure how that all works. And then they're always doing kids programs. They're doing, you know, stuff for the elderly. It's, it's really nice organization. Yeah. And, um, I, I've never really looked into what moose stands for. Yeah. Um, and, and probably that would be one thing that if I ever really prepared, thank you, bartender, Ron was uh, kind enough to take the headphones off and get up and, uh, Serve both one more and I with a Coors Light. I think you're on. Are you on? Uh, oh, he's oh. going with the going with the Bush Apple. Bush Apple. There we go. Yeah. Um, uh, we always talk about what beer, beer we drink. Yeah. And I got to tell you something about the beer thing too. Um, but uh, it's. I'm. I'm glad you found that place. Yeah. I'm looking forward to eventually getting out there. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I haven't been back either. I've been every time I yeah. turn around and get ready to go there, something comes. Oh, well, you know, it's and now we are. Uh, now. Well, yeah, and now we're spending Wednesdays at the uh-huh. uh, American Legion Post yeah. eight fifty four in Evergreen Park for Queen of Hearts. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, and if you're listening, there's on Friday. Do they? They got it. Yeah, they got a Queen of Hearts. So we've been going to Queen of Hearts on Wednesday. And if you listen to our last podcast, we had on the Fighting Seabees. We had yeah. Tom, Otis, and Dave on. Yep. Seen Dave, and uh, Dave last Dave night. Was, yep. Dave was just as talkative last <laughs> night as he was when he was on the podcast. <laughs> I don't even think he remembered me. I turned <laughs> yeah. around like, hey, Dave. He just kind of like, uh, he's, yeah, yeah. He did the same thing to me. And I had on a Windy City redneck shirt last night. You saw what I had on. And I'm like, hey, Dave, what's up? And he's like, eh, eh. Like, I was like, who are yeah. these guys? Yeah, it's just, he's a nice well, guy. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, he's a great guy. And I guy, don't have to worry was... about him hearing this because he doesn't know how to do a podcast. So I figured out, and no offense to all of our American Legion friends that are over there, but um, we're in our, one more and myself are in our 50s. And, and all these guys in the in the group here are young guns. and. Mm-hmm. They know technology and everything. I think what we have to do up there is for that episode. I mean, yeah. you're gonna laugh at me. Oh, record we, it and play it over at the like the speaker. Or we or have something. to burn CDs or something. <laughs> we might even have to burn cassettes <laughs> and leave them at the counter because guys like there's some of them. Oh yeah, I've heard of a podcast. Yeah. What channel is that on? Yeah. You know, it, that's what we're getting. Like and no, yeah, and no, no disrespect <laughs> to our veterans. I mean, I'm not dissing them I, I think, but i think most of them are tech techno savvy oh enough, enough to figure out a yeah know, well a shout out a shout out to uh so one Those more guys were great well right? one more they were they had some great stories tom, tom had some uh so when tom was talking about the whiskey runs and the beer runs yeah. and all this stuff um 
my oldest son Trevor was in this past week for a wedding, and apparently, I don't, coincidence, apparently there's some movie out right now. I think it's on uh, Apple okay. TV or whatever. It's about guys that were in the shit in Afghanistan and Kuwait that did the beer runs. Really? Yeah, and I think it might even be called Beer Run. <laughs> this is tough, tough. Is so Roscoe and 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 Trevor watched it. Tough got a camera. I don't know, but dude, I gotta, I gotta. Well, that night, uh, uh, one more in true one more fashion got invited into Tom's basement. Yeah, Tom's Tom's wife wasn't too happy that I. No, off. she wasn't, from what I heard. But what what is Tom's most prized possession? He showed you that night. Oh yeah, he's got some uh, slate from somebody's uh, uh, palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can, I I know who's it. It was. Yeah. I'll Saddam. I'll say it was Saddam's. Yeah, it was Saddam's. Yeah. Hey, one more. You got I gotta edit that. Yeah. Uh, he's like, hey, you want you want to see something? You know, and. Uh, yeah, he had a piece of. I thought it was marble, but yeah, it was slate. Yeah, slate marble. Yeah, it whatever. Was, it it was came from the castle. Yeah, yeah it was something. He's got some of Saddam's shit. Yeah. basically. That's, yeah, that's that is hilarious. That is hilarious, dude. That was a great episode. That was so much fun. But we were there last night. Thanks to all those guys. I am going to take a second though to uh, uh, recognize two two people there up at the Legion. They've been super nice to us. Uh, to uh, former Commander Dennis Riley on the passing of his daughter, Bridget. Um, so sorry to hear that. Great family. Um, Mr. Riley, uh, all the guys in Windy City Redneck are thinking of you. And to the current commander of the Sons of the American Legion, uh, Eddie Isbell, um, had a mini stroke uh, a week ago and is recovering. Seems to be doing okay. Um, but uh, shout out to him. Hope hope he's doing better. Talked to some of the folks there last night, and they said that he's he's going to be okay. Going to get a little bit okay, of a so recovery. A okay. yeah, it was a mini. Um, uh, great great guy. Um, whether you're a great guy or just an average guy, it doesn't matter. You should always um, be hopeful for someone's health. I, I truly believe that. You know, you don't, you don't friends and enemies, health, whatever. You I mean, yeah. you just need to be a you just need to be a fucking human being. Yep. And uh, just be uh, grateful. Uh, but uh, they've always treated us so nice up there. And uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he, he's a good guy. So shout out to him and, and hope he's doing better. And I'm glad to hear your neighbor's doing better. Yeah. She's, she's, doing, uh, she's, doing, she, she's doing good. And I know you like the Moose Lodge and um, gl- glad you let. Uh, now, are, is your neighbor, are they they're having any more benefits or is they're I, good I, to go now? I think they're pretty good to go. Okay. Um, well, please let us know if there's yeah, any no, benefits yeah, or anything. If let us know. If they're doing anything else, I'll let you know. As far as I know, it, there's nothing else going on. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I mean, nice people. Again, just like Eddie's a nice guy. Uh, Mr. Riley's a nice guy. And I call him Mr. Riley. He, he's always telling me, hey, call me Dennis. And I, but I will never do that. Well, you're, he's, wasn't he your coach in, or something when you were? Uh, he's, just just been, a, he's just always been Mr. Riley. Okay. You know, I mean, uh, I've, uh, I know his daughter. Uh, Eileen, I knew Bridget a little bit. I don't want to sound like I was best friends with Bridget. I only knew her because of Eileen mm. and uh, the rest of the family, Denny and all of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, nice family, super nice guy. Um, uh, he, he spent a lot of time coaching. You yeah. know, I, I, I love uh, people that dedicate their time to, to help people to, to do the shitty jobs that no one else wants to. Right. You, we've the talked val- about that, you and I. Yeah. Yeah. One more, you've done that to where you're just like, I got a, I got an audio on you my did it phone like, that I saved. Yeah, you saved it. After, yeah, I did one fall ball training, mm. uh, fall ball uh, session with my daughter. Yeah. And I got one voicemail from a, a lady 
explaining how uh, she was not happy with what happened between two of the five-year-olds on our uh, – and I saved it to this day. To I know you play it every once in a while. To remind yeah. me <laughs> yeah, not, not to, to do it again. For baseball <laughs> yeah. again. You did that one year, right? I did the one year, yeah. So can you imagine all the years that our me and yeah. the founding president did that? Me well, and Greg did yeah. all that yeah, shit? Don't get me wrong. I I volunteered and I helped, but yeah. I wasn't the manager of the team. Oh, I can't, Yeah, because after dealing with I, I can deal with the kids. I can help out with everybody yeah. and try to coach the kids and you yeah. know throw balls for them you know pitch to them help them with batting practice but when it came to dealing with the parents <laughs> god bless you guys because well, oh my god I oh yeah kids I, I, I remember this one parent in particular uh came up to me and uh i was uh working the concession stand okay. now i you know where i live i live like yeah. a block from the park so i was having a pool party at at the house and I'd been cocktailing for several hours, right? So I'm I'm feeling good. Okay. They're short. So the person that was supposed to run a concession stand didn't show up, wasn't answering their phone. Nobody else knew what to do. So they come over and ask me, "Hey, look, you know, can you can you just come over and tell everyone what to do and run it?" So I go over there and I do that, but I brought over six beers and i threw them in the ice machine oh, yeah. I, I gotta keep the train rolling right yeah, yeah you don't want to lose the buzz so this one parent shows up and she's late by half an hour and i'm 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 several beers in and i ain't taking no shit from no one and i just looked at her and i said sorry i said you need to go uh we're cashing your volunteer check you're late it is what it is get out of here i can smell alcohol on you i'm like hold on one second and i lifted up the lid to the ice machine and Took out another beer, took a swig out of it, put it back in here. I said, you're right. <laughs> so it's your point. And she goes like this. She goes, I'm getting you fired. I'm like, oh, please. Can, can you call someone and get me fired? Yeah. Like, right now, I want to go back home to my pool party. <laughs> and like, yeah. This oh, is a volunteer way, did, position. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, by the way, yeah. I'm volunteering. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> exactly. Not I'm like, yeah. Idiot. Oh, could you please? Yeah, please get me fired. You know, parents... Don't even get me going on that woke bullshit. Hey, when you were younger, because you're... And I'm not making fun of you or anything, but did you did you play you play any sports? Yeah, I, I played OIA baseball in Orland. All right, so when you played baseball, did you get a participation trophy? No. All right, cool. Then I'm I'm accepting you as part of not okay. the woke okay. mob bullshit. Wait a second. We got we got participation trophies here at Windy City Redneck the one year. Well, that was your fault. <laughs> Ooh, good job. What <laughs> what? That's what they said. They were ribbons. Did you get them from Oriental Trading Company? Dude, I dude, I still have those. They're in my sock drawer. I think for now on, you should only get stuff from the club for free if you kill a deer. Well, I got a lot of shit to return then. Because well, we should also maybe have a buck pool too. A buck pool? Yeah, yeah. We, should, we should. We should yeah. during gun season. Yeah. Well, with the way things have been the past two years, we should just have a deer pool. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Biggest deer. We got a lower a... expectation. Well, yeah, yeah, so we, I'll, I'll we skip. Been doing too good well, I was. I was. Years. I had one more thing I want to talk about before yeah. we got to that, but we might as well just go right to that. The the hunting forecast for what we've got going on down here. We came down and. Um, uh, I got to tell you both, um, thanks for coming down. Um, I enjoyed tonight. That felt good. I was down here last week, um, wasn't feeling well prior to coming down and uh, for opening day and thought I was going to be able to make it, but I wound up going home because I wasn't feeling well. But it felt good tonight 
to be in the tree, even though it was swaying like a motherfucker. Yeah, it was. <laughs> For a while there. Well, yeah. We had favorable conditions up until the last 45 minutes. And that lasted for a while. See, I, I don't know. What do you mean lasted for a while? The last 45 minutes, I was rocking back and forth. See, well, I don't think it was that bad be... where we were at, up, no, no. up to the north well, end of the property. In, I'm, I'm down in a little hollow. Oh, yeah, you're down I, in I'm a in swale. Middle, I'm yeah. in the middle of a swale. When, when it's raining out, I got that big canopy above me. So there's, I was, Yeah, I don't have I was, I was just kind of dozing off to listening to the rain. I'm like, oh, the thing so that was bothering me when that wind kicked in, that wind kicked in around, I looked at my watch, it was 611. You could hear it coming. I was getting pelted by acorns. Were you? Yes. Well, that's that, a good sign. That though. section where I'm at yeah. is heavy on the... What's dropping this year? Is it the white oaks or the pin oaks? Well, back at my house, I have a bur oak, and okay. I think it's a white oak, and they're both done. The bur oak dropped, I want to say, in beginning of September or late August, like early. Yeah. And then that's what I'm sitting in now, so I know all the acorns by me are, are down. down. And then uh, the white oak just finished. Now, I don't know about it. Yeah, I had, I don't, I don't, I had shit coming down the tree pretty that bad. tree my stand now. is in? Yeah, has clusters of acorns. Well, you got to look at stuck the, in it. Look at look at the leaves because I got a picture on my phone. I can show you, and you can kind of figure out what kind of oak tree it is. Because it has a, a, about a hundred thousand acorns. Stuck well, that's to awesome because now you're going to have those after they're done with the corn drops out here. You know, after they get yeah, but see, I call bullshit on that because if you still got acorns, you got to deal with the fucking squirrels because they're going to be yeah. all over the place, <laughs> right? What you I doing, hunting stuff? Yeah. What are you doing up there? Does he do the weed whacker? Folks, you got to check that out. At that's Remington, right? No Winchester or no Remington. I think it's Remington. Remington squirrel. Check out check out Remington squirrel. Remington guns and Remington ammo. I think just type in Remington. Type in Remington squirrel. What is it like? Ten commercials or twelve commercials? The guy in the squirrel suit. Yeah. Oh my god! Peekaboo around the tree. What are you doing up there? Yeah, yeah. Breaks, yeah. Breaks, breaks out the gas-powered <laughs> air Leaf blower. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest. It's so funny. Is that a deer? Yeah. Oh. Well, we get back to the, the reality of it. It's. Uh, I'm glad to see. I, one, I can't believe the season is back already. It seems like yeah, seems like back. summer flew by. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it, but it was. it felt good to be back up in the tree. Um, it was hot when we got down yeah, here. It felt good when that breeze came through and it cooled. It did, but cooled uh, Ron, you sent out a text while we were all sitting in our trees tonight, and you're like, oh, that yeah. it was weird. It was almost like you had uh, either a sixth sense or premonition. You're like, oh, when that cold front comes through, things are going to start moving. Well, dude, that cold front, when it came through, it came through. Because it, did it drop maybe 15 yeah. degrees? Yeah, at least. I put my winter hat on. Well, well I, see, I was watching point. it coming. Coming, yeah. I was watching it on the radar. Yeah, and I put my jacket on before it, with about five minutes before it hit. Yeah, and I'm glad I did because once it did, and then it started raining, it dropped, and it was yeah. it, it got a little cool. So I have uh, I have a product I think that we should uh, invent. I, don't, I probably shouldn't even talk about it on here because someone will steal it. But yeah, they probably will. We need it's to come. No, we need to come up with a jacket that has. A zipper in the back that starts at the bottom on your back and zips up. So that if you already have your harness on, you can put the jacket on. Because you know how the harness comes out at yeah. your neck? Yeah. You could put your jacket on and then zip the back up to the top of the harness. Because tonight, when it got cold, 
I put on my sweatshirt, uh-huh. and I my sweatshirt only came down to below my nipples because I hit the thing on the back. I, I don't. But know. I'm just glad my arms were covered. I don't know how else to tell you this. Yeah, but you take the tether on your harness, uh huh, off, and throw it over your shoulder. Okay. Yeah. And then put your jacket on. Yeah, but you have to disconnect it. For a couple seconds. Yeah. yeah, well. No, not tech. No, you don't. No. Yeah, you do. If you have a pullover I, sweatshirt, you can get, you got to disconnect. Oh, well, a pullover. Yeah. 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 Well, don't wear a pullover sweatshirt. No, if you well, have a you zipper da- one, are you are can you do da- that. Yeah, you tuck it around. I can do that. Are you dancing what? up there, though? I mean, just Look, dude, I'm, I'm challenged. Plus, I had equipment failure again. My. I'm going to have to go out there and be the Remington squirrel and make a shitload of noise. Mm-hmm. The the bar that my mesh seat, you know how that comes down and it sets on the side rails? Uh-huh. It keeps moving to one side. So I got up to take a piss tonight. I took a piss. I go to sit back down, and I go on it, and the thing missed, and the slingback was down on the one side. Speaking I almost of, fell down. Speaking of. All right, so he's going to, full disclosure, one more has got to take a piss, and there he goes. Um but yeah, it's like uh, I thought it was a good set. Did you like it tonight? Is, and is this your first one for the year? No, no, this is my third. Okay, how were your first two? I've seen the same doe and two fawns all three sets. You see any bucks yet? No bucks yet. Yeah, it, it, I I don't expect to see anything here for at least two to three more weeks. As far as bucks go, yeah, especially with it being seventy something and windy and yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be slow here for a little while. So what do you what do you think? I mean, last year was it was a rough year for us last year. What do you, what's your what's your gut feeling tell you about that? I have a really good feeling about this year for some reason. I, I had a I great... don't know why, but I I feel like this. Well, opening day we had one of the guys in the group got a doe out of your stand, uh, out of my stand, um, which is fine. I have no problem. There, I told some folks at work that, and I told Roscoe that. She's like, oh. That's terrible. I'm like, well, that doesn't mean that if you I was sitting there, there I would have got yeah, it. You I tip, yeah, I wasn't there. Might as well harvest it and share the meat and everything. I am going to charge your buddy Nick for using the stand, especially <laughs> because he go. may be the criminal who broke my fucking slingback, by the way. But anyway, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, it's nice to see you got one. But Roscoe's telling me, she's like, oh, well, that would have been yours. I'm like, no, no, no. listen, you need to understand something. First Might of not all, have walked by. Yeah, and and the other thing is, is that I've been doing this for a long you, you time. Know, you could have been up taking a piss when that yeah. day. Yeah, or, or I mean, trying to put his hoodie on. Yeah, yeah, no shit. You wouldn't even saw it. I am all kinds. Would have saw you before you saw it. I have all kinds. Or you would have only got it down to his breast. To my nipples. Listen, I have all. I have all kinds. Poor deer would have gotten shot. Dude, I have all kinds of issues all the time. You guys know that, all right? And it's good that I make you guys laugh when I'm. And I'm totally fine with it. I don't have a problem with it. If you can't laugh at yourself, you know. No, we had talked about this before. The one thing I like about Witty City Redneck, the podcast and everything, it's not scripted. This isn't bullshit. We talk about real shit that I know you like the show Meat Eater. Yeah. And uh, Meat Eater had an episode on recently where he was uh, doing uh, uh, bow fishing. Okay. It was in Peru or something. There was one in Hawaii he did. Was Was this the one where he was on the, the rapids and his guide didn't have any shoes on? Oh and no! He put I on the special that. No, shoes. Seen, no, I seen that one. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, that was a good one. The guy was shooting like the and I'm like not... a longbow, and he was like trying to and like they yeah, were doing he was line doing... fishing. Yeah, and he was trying to fish with a fishing rod, and yeah. he couldn't catch shit. But the reason I bring it up is I know you like that guy. Yeah. That's that's truly the only show I like watching because um, 
I think he what's what's his name? Uh Steve Ranella. He he's a genuine dude. I know they edit and they do all the stuff on there, which I'm I'm cool with. But he's not bullshit. He yeah. it's it's pretty legit. I I was watching some of the other shows and I'm like who the, who the fuck goes out and magically it's that's like I say with Luke Bryan. Yeah. You know, Luke Bryan when he's on his his show and all of a sudden all of a sudden there's this majestic fourteen point buck that just magically <laughs> appears, right? It's like, come on. It it's like, yeah, the guy's with slightly, a trailer right behind the shrubs. Slightly like, doped up, so yeah, just yeah. Kind of go, Bambi, go, go, go. <laughs> they got it on the Lasix or whatever it is <laughs> yeah, that the horse guy sees. Yeah, right? green screen so you and don't I, see the rope. And I hate that shit. And that's the one thing I love about what we do down here is that it's it's real stuff. You know, Ronaldo's pretty good on that. Yeah, there's there's episodes he doesn't get get stuff. I'm like he blows the shot, and yeah, so he had one. He had a bad shot on an elk, and luckily there was some other guy climbing the mountain. Goes, well, dude, I, I think I found your elk, and you know, yeah. he talks. And to that's the guy that's and completely me. Show. So, like when we talk about my equipment failure and everything like that, that's all yeah. shit you don't see on those shows, right? No. Yeah, you know, or you don't mistakes. see. All right, do they? Yeah. Uh, all right. On those shows, well, Rod's, if they ever Rod's perfect, we, have, we all know. Yeah, but all right. Oh no, no, no. So I, not uh, not to bring you back to a bad memory. My equipment yeah, doesn't fail. As, I as fail. As, yeah. No, but to, not to bring you back to a bad memory. But your injury it was yeah. a pretty gruesome injury. Yes, it was. And to remind our listeners, you fell out of a tree. Um, oh yes, and you pretty, caught, pretty and you bad. Caught, caught a leg. Let me know. I have never seen it in all the years that I've been watching any of those shows. Have they ever showed a guy falling out of a tree? Yeah, I don't know. Not, no, not be, no, because seen. they're all sponsored by Hunter Safety System and, gets, and, and are being paid, to, getting paid to make sure they're wearing a harness on television. That's true. I mean, if, actually, if everybody did everything according to Hunter Safety Systems, and you actually put the rope up and you use that rope as you're climbing, I have and that, you, and you tether up into the tree. Do you use it now? Yes. Okay. I my feet. But you didn't really before. I did not before. Now, yeah. now, I got a question for you. How does that work when you're putting it up? I mean, you don't have a rope when you're climbing up initially to put uh, the stand You use up. a lineman's belt. So you use a lineman's belt to stay yep. ch- attached to the tree. Yep. Okay. And then I put the stand. But that's if you have sticks. Well, yeah, because you're not doing that with a ladder. Too well, the ladder, the you would have, what is that called? A carbon you, carbonara? Yeah, you could clamp to the tree each a step carabiner. if you wanted. Yeah, that carabiner. thing. But that makes a lot of noise. Yeah, I hunt with hang-ons, so. But yeah. doing the sticks and I have a lineman, it makes it easy. I put the stand up and then I just attach the uh, the safety line at the top, send it through it's, it through the loop, and it just falls down the tree and you tie it to the bottom of your stick. And Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's always kind of, I kind of got it's, one. It's I reflective. It's amazing. Nice. Well, you I, walk up to it, hook into it, well, the, slide the, it up. The you, good yeah, thing you is, you just slowly cinch yourself up all the way up to yep. the top, and then you. It's got a pre-built. Now you uh, just stay tethered to that, then, so you don't have to do your. Uh, yeah, you just like, stay tethered to that. Yeah. So if I if so I you fall, don't need, the, you don't need to put a uh, harness up, like a strap up for your nope. harness, and after that, nope. you just use that. Okay. Yeah, and I I mean I don't know, man. I I I just have a, I have a I have a good feeling about this year. I just think that it's going to be. I had a good year last year. I mean, I in, I saw deer, I, I big bucks too. I I saw everything. I, I just yeah didn't have anything come within bow range in yeah in the public land. To, yeah. Well, I I think I think we're gonna have a better year. I, I do. I did some adjusting this year, so we're yeah. gonna we're gonna have a better year. Well, yeah. good. And and I'm looking forward to having all the guys down here. And um, you're listening to Windy City Redneck, the podcast, and uh, check us out at windycityredneck.com. We're all the on all the major platforms. Check us out on Facebook, 
and on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, it, it, trying to share more stuff. It's always tough because we all of us have regular jobs, and it, it just it's hard sometimes to do it. Um, I, I I know every podcast is saying, "All right, I'm going to put this on and this on," and I don't get around to a lot of it. But we'll do what we can, folks. Um, but uh, it, I'm looking forward to this year. Um, and uh, one of the reasons I'm looking forward to this year is that this room is done. Yeah, we're broadcasting. No, we're no to, yeah, we're broadcasting you from uh, the clubhouse, um, the lounge at the barn in South Central Illinois, and it's done. And today I, I I threw a monkey wrench in things. So I'm like, all right, no, I want to no, I want to no project. I want to I want to build an addition on the Hornet. Yes. <laughs> no more projects. I want a bed, a full size bed. Dude, I do. How I about, do. How about we wait a few years? No, no. It's like I gotta tell you, it's like we're gonna get done with this. You're gonna make the ride home. You're gonna go north because you got to work tomorrow. And you're gonna make the ride home. You get to sleep in your own bed tonight. And me and one king, more king size bed too. Yeah, yeah, king size. Yeah. yeah. Me and one more are gonna be sleeping in the fetal position independently in our little bunks and oh, come in the on, hornet. we're gonna rock, paper, scissor for the couch. For the couch. <laughs> which you're complaining about now that the couch is sloped backwards. I, that wasn't complaining. I was just Do you think that's back. because we've been sleeping on the couch too much? No, I just think it just goes that just way. It's old and slowly right, wear well, out. You can have the couch. Yep. Yeah, no, we could rock paper scissor for it later. You know, I'm not rock paper scissoring <laughs> you for any, anything. <laughs> it's like, just take uh, the couch. I don't, okay, whatever. Just take the couch. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but I'm looking forward to doing the. Will you stop yawning? Man alive! Are we keeping you up, youngster? Yes. 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 We well, got a 48 hour shift tomorrow. Yeah, I got 48 hour shift. Yeah. All right. I'm going to text yeah, you in the middle of the night. He's going to sleep, sleep the whole time. Yeah. 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 That doesn't happen. I don't, I don't know what delusional dream you gentlemen live in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to finish up anyway. i got uh, two more things to, to bring up. So just to summarize, though, I, I think we're going to have a better year. One more. What What do you think? You think this will be a better year for the group this year? Uh, Hunting-wise? Yeah. I think it just depends on who gets out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the deer are out there. I think we have some evidence. There's just some good deer out there. Persistency. Yeah. yeah. It's you just, just you got to be sitting in the stand to get them. Yeah. Do you guys think that there's any benefit? I mean, we're on we're on public land, but no matter where you're at, um, this year in the area where we hunt, all the farm land adjacent to where we hunt is corn. Yeah. And they rotate that. And last year it was beans. Yeah. Do you think there's? That's going to drop in. So you think oh, yeah. corn season is better than bean well, well, the season? the nice thing, I, what I was thinking is like I, I was saying about the acorns and how they mine fell early, you know. I'm I'm in a bur, bur oak tree. Yeah. I'm sitting in, and in, they fell a while ago. But are the acorns still there? Are there still a lot of acorns on the ground? Because they're all still sitting in the corn because there's corn all around I, us. I don't think the fields matter. You don't think so? You don't think nah. so? No. Nah. Oh, yeah. They well, do. You, you hunt in the... You're right by the f- corn. Yeah, I I mean they're gonna be whether it's corn or beans. Uh, I mean there's both of them. Some of them are cut on on. I've already seen. There, it, it doesn't matter. They're in the corn or the beans. I mean they'll be in there early in the year. The late October comes, they won't be in there no more. Of course not, because the corn or beans will be gone. Well, they'll be picked, but they're yeah. still they'll still be they'll still go in there, and then they'll once 
Yeah, once, but I think there. I think the corn is, attracts them more, and I think there's probably more nutrients from the corn. They're probably getting more, more food from the corn. They just they they'll just fade into it. They'll fade into it, and they'll fade out of it, and they'll fade back into it. Yeah. It, once the rut's over and it starts to get late season, they'll yeah. start fading back out into those those you don't, fields. You don't picking think the, food. you don't think the deer will be bigger this year because of the corn? It just rotates. I th- I don't I don't think it. You it's don't gonna, think they'll be bulked up because they're eating corn all year instead of beans. <laughs> I mean, they get they get their. They'll choice. be a lot less I mean, gassy. Every, every, every <laughs> I think every year there's beans and corn. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. if they wanted a specific piece of vegetation, they would just go get it. The one thing I I I know, but I just think they're eating more corn. There's they might be more abundant. I I mean, I see, I've more, seen I see more, more deer crop, in. You're getting more out of the crop. I see more deer in yeah. picked cornfield than I do picked bean yeah, field. Yeah. Well, Nats, there's a reason for that. And uh, yeah, our buddy, well, yes, our buddy Kevin, the farmer, yeah. uh, he told me that uh, on his farm, when he grows sweet corn, um, he does not uh, let a combine come in and do it. Because a combine, when it comes in, leaves three to four ears of corn at the very bottom. It doesn't go all the way to the ground. Oh, okay. So, so it leaves missing. three to four. So that costs him money. Yeah, I see. So that. he pays... Uh, used to pay high school kids when they were willing to work, uh, pick it by hand. Well, he did not plant sweet corn this year because of that, because he knew he wasn't going to have the labor to pick it. Okay. Um, or they'd want too much money. Well, it, he just wasn't going to be able, yes. And he wasn't going to, they were going to want more than he was selling it for. Wait basically. a second, I got to get off the couch so, for that. So anyway, yeah, but but think about it. I mean, I call bullshit on that, but he was the one who told us is that you lose three to four ears of corn. That's why when that corn goes down and you see the them all in there, Eating those last yeah. three to four ears of corn that are all laying there, that are all laying there, and they're, they're eating that. So I actually kind of like that. After, uh, what I was gonna say is, I like when the corn comes down, mostly because I can see these son of a bitches. Mm-hmm. Instead of we were driving down, Roscoe was down here one time with me, and she's like, "Why are you driving down the middle of the road?" She goes, why, why aren't you over to the right like you're supposed to be? Because them like, suckers come flying out of the cornfield. Right. I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm making our and chances. And done that. Yes. I'm, I was there with you. Yes, I you said, were. it's it's 50-50. And, and we're driving along, and there's corn on the right and corn on the left, and I'm driving right down the middle until a car is coming, and then you move yeah. over into your lane. She's like, oh, I get it. So a little while later, we're driving on another road. I make a turn, and, and I'm all the way in the left lane <laughs> driving, right? She's like, well, now why are you all the way in the left lane? And I'm like- because I'm in the left lane now because on the left side of the road is all beans. I can see 100% yeah. there. I said, now I've just gained eight feet <laughs> on the side that's got the corn. I said, and trust me, you're in the passenger seat, so you're going to take the brunt of it. Cause they're yeah. going to come out on the right. So just be glad I'm over on the left. And she's like, oh, wow. I'm like, listen, I'm like, I, I personally, knock on pallet table, uh, haven't come super close to one, but there was one time we were coming back here to the barn from the hunting grounds, and I'll never forget uh, our founding president, Greg, was in the lead. You may have been in that caravan where uh, uh, Tim was right on his ass driving on the gravel road parallel to that creek, and two of them jumped the creek and came in between the founding president and Tim's, and they, they there, I, there couldn't have been... 12 to 20 feet separating the two of them. And uh, the founding president, when we got back to the campground, uh, chewed Tim out. He's like, that's why you don't stay on someone else's ass. You got to put room in between. He goes, 
What if that one would have jumped out in front of me instead of between us? He goes, I'm going to slam on my brakes. And he goes, and you're going to be, you're going to be in the cab with me. And, and Tim's like, oh, wow, I didn't think of it that way. So Tim was young back then. Yeah. You know, he, one, yeah. One he more was. watched me uh, put an end to one. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't want no part of that. I don't right. want any. Roadkill tastes yeah. good. It's why, yeah, tasted the same. The, the yeah. best part about it was no wasted meat because I ran just its head over. Well, I'm going to save. <laughs> was, I'm going to save. Was, and we were kind of looking at it. It's like, how did he hit this thing? And then I'm we kind of looked at I'm going to save. Uh, just drive a lifted truck and. The I'm, only thing it hits is the tire. Yeah, I'm going to save. Yeah. Uh, I think you got lucky on that one. Me yes, and I one did. more. Me and one more have a hysterical uh, roadkill story to tell that involves uh, my wife Roscoe, um, who took a picture of this cute little deer that was running <laughs> through the neighborhood, <laughs> only to find out a few days later that. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was the greatest story ever. And the look on her face when I told her what the, the whole outcome was, I'll save that for the next one. We should, I'll save that one. We should, Renee, I have a question for you. should make sure. some chili or have you ever, something. Have you ever pulled over on the side of the road and fresh-tested roadkill? Fresh-tested roadkill. What does yeah. that mean? Like, seeing if oh, it was seeing fresh. Oh, seeing how uh, see old it, it is? fresh, yeah. No, because I've never really... Uh, I've never... Um, sort of had the opportunity to see roadkill or been in a position. Uh, I say, let me say this: I've seen roadkill, but you can't just pull over when you're in the center lane doing seventy miles an hour. Oh, There's okay. a truck I, on I, your I, right. I, you know I, what I'm I saying? I don't. I don't. A, a major highway. Yeah, yeah, where you live, you're not disclosing, but where you live, it's is rural. You know, so I mean, you have that opportunity to. Shit, there's probably nobody behind. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you yeah, pull yeah. over. Oh yeah, you pull shit, over. Shit, if I'm gonna pull fresh, over, fresh if I'm gonna pull shit. over for roadkill, I'm gonna be on WBBM News Radio 780's <laughs> traffic report. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but there's a backup on I-55. Some, some asshole some pulled over some to try and get some, some fucking back straps, and uh, <laughs> right, there's a ten car pile up. You know, if, the, if that shit's if so, if your shit's not a target, it's his fault because that <laughs> truck the jackknifed, and you know, I mean, that's yeah. yeah oh, yeah. If, that, if like, that shit's fresh, you throw that fucker right in the back of the pickup yeah. truck. I had a guy, and if so it's how not, do you, how do you fre- tell me how you're fresh? You know, rigor mortis. You know, he's not bloated. Okay. Right. If if it's twenty degrees rigor, outside, rigor wears off after a while. It, well, if he's, if it's before, twenty degrees and he's still warm. Okay. Yeah. You're yeah. you're in luck. Okay. I I watched one get hit once, and you know, I just walked up to the lady. You want that deer? She looked like looked at me like I had nine eyes. Yeah. Well, well, well what am I going to do with this deer? If you watch it get hit. That's I, one I had a salesman at work one time that saw uh, some roadkill um, in the south suburbs of Chicago, and uh, he had on a suit. He was getting ready to run the lead for the company, and he saw it go down. And Home Depot was like a half a mile away. He went and got a tree saw. And uh, went back and cut the head off because it was a, a buck <laughs> in a suit. Oh, okay. and, yeah. No, but you know what he did? He also bought garbage bags to put it in, yeah. but also put it on like a fucking raincoat over himself and then oh. took the fucking bow saw. That's pretty good. Cut, cut the head off, threw it in the truck, and that's took a, off. That's yeah. a true business redneck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From, 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 like, from like October to, like, yeah. to, to January? Crazy? October to January? My sawzall's in my car for that specific reason. I had a delivery driver where I work uh, that would yeah, deliver stuff to us and he would come he would come from uh, the South Bend Indiana area his name was Jim and Jim had a sawzall with a pruning uh, uh, like a 12 to 18 inch pruning blade in it and oh yeah he's got he's got he's wants. got deadheads galore he, oh, dude he would come in at like this time of year 
especially during the rut, he'd come in. He's like, oh, check this out. There was one time he had three heads in the back of his semi. I believe In, in garbage bags from shit that he saw as uh, And that was just kill. from one trip. And none of them were things that he hit. Yeah, they were, they were things he saw on the side of the road. Yeah. And he would take them for, and he would do the. Uh, European mount? Yeah, that thing that, that I'm looking at there. That's where yeah, you bleach them. Yeah. A European mount. And uh, well, speaking of a European mount, why is that called a European? In Europe, do they have white-tailed deer? No one knows? Uh, you'd have to Google it. All right. Well, this, oh, history, yeah. yeah, for the next episode. Yeah, the next episode. Yeah. It's like so, an American mount is all yeah. the fur, and, yeah. you know, we wear full swing trunks here, and in Europe they wear yeah. Speedos, and their their yeah. mounts are They're, just the skull. There you go. They think that describes it right there. There you go. You so so a head. European mount is just a, a deer mount in a Speedo. Yeah. All right. I have... Well, I'm in the fetal position tonight in my uncomfortable bunk because one more is taking the couch. I'm going to be dreaming of that. Thank you very much. I'm going to picture Bambi in a fucking Speedo, right? While you're at home in your nice king-size bed. Yeah. Enjoy your 48. <laughs> I'll be at Rosangelis tomorrow night for pizza while you're yeah, doing your 48. One more is hunting this cold front, so yeah. jokes on both of yeah. Tomorrow morning. Get out in the morning. But yeah, but I don't think there's anything moving by me yet. My my stand's kind of a late. After all the corn's down, then maybe they'll st- Dude, start. Dude, go sit. My- I don't know where that's at, and I'm not walking around. Didn't you the sit dark. there last year? Yeah, but I ain't going to find it. I'll go to my stand. Uh, <laughs> and you're not even. Oh, yeah, you're drinking a bush apple. Um, so yeah, I'll. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, I, I'm having nightmares already about a deer in a Speedo. Uh, it's going to be. I'm going to be scarred for life because of it. <laughs> And oh God, thank God Mo's not here because that would just give him an idea to, oh, to oh, wear yeah. a speedo. Oh right? yes, yeah, he he would wear a speedo too. Man, he's he is. Oh my we, God, we call, he, that, we call that the old, the old camouflage yeah. banana hammock. Oh my God, the guy is a riot. He is a riot. So hey, uh, th- this has been fun. I, I said it would be a short one, but you were right. It, it's, it's not. It's short. over an hour. It's never short. Um, and, and I'm not even finished. I'm, I want to hit one more thing. Um, our buddy Kev and uh, Jen, um, they've got uh, their place out there, Brockberry Farms in Plainfield off of, uh, is that off of Keaton Farm? Uh, yes. Keaton Farm and Bronx Road in Plainfield. This weekend, this podcast, this is uh, season two, episode 20. We're calling it this one. It's here. And it is. It's here. It's hunting season. I'm, I'm glad it's back. One more is glad it's back. Ron's glad it's back. Um, it's that time of year. It's that, that time of year that we look forward to. And uh, for a couple of reasons. One, we get to get out there, sit in the trees, get some fresh air, see nature. Um, hopefully get some deer, but the the biggest part that that I like is the camaraderie and getting back with the boys and just having nights like this and 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 having some fun. So for me, it's here and and I'm glad I I, I look forward to it. So hopefully we have a good time. But Jen and Kev have uh, out of Brockberry Farms this weekend. It's their annual fall fest, and folks, you can go to those bigger places. You can go to the bigger farms where they have you know, a thousand pumpkins and they have a haunted house and they do all that stuff. And you can all pay 20 to $25 to get in and, and pay $10 for, you know, a caramel apple or whatever, but you're not going to get more bang for your buck than you are out at Jen and Kev's place in Plainfield at Brockberry Farms. It's a, it's a regular old family farm. It's no frills. There's no haunted house. There's none of all that crazy stuff. There's no, no rides. Um, they've got the, uh, Kevin's brothers come out there. They give the tractor rides on the, the hay rack rides. You go out there through the apple orchard. It's it's what uh, farming is all about. 
and what family is all about. So I urge you to go out there. They're going to have over 30 vendors there for uh, their crafts. I've looked at the list. There's some incredible stuff out there. Get out there. Check it out. They've got their pumpkins are in. Their apple orchard will be open. They are going to have some uh, beer, wine, all kinds of food. Check that out. Looks like they've, they've got a lot of stuff planned for the weekend. So that our podcast is dropping on Friday, uh, October What's tomorrow? October 6th. 6th. Tomorrow, October 6th, their festival does start uh, this weekend. So check them out at BrockberryFarms.com. When you go there, if you happen to bump in the Jenner Kev, let them know that you heard about them on Windy City Redneck, the podcast. And uh, good luck to them. They're great people. Yep. Uh, you've great. been out there. Yep. Um, it's a good time. Yep. Uh, Kev's always got some fall. great stories. Yeah, they're always great. Yeah, I uh, was out there. Um, they got that guy doing the smokehouse with the, the brisket. Oh, Trinity so Barbecue. Good. Yeah, he was so They're good. back. That was so good. They have gone, their story, it'd be interesting to have them on on the podcast too, because when they started, all they had, those guys used to pull up with a pickup truck and they had the smoker trailer. Okay. And then they would set up a banquet table, the white flippy cup table, yeah. and one of those 10 by 10 easy ups. Okay. And serve their brisket and whatever. Okay. These Good guys stuff. in that short time, they've got the, uh, I think it's a triple axle uh, it's a food nice trailer. Little, yeah, they got the regular food yeah, trailer. They're, they're, the yeah, they're fully certified and they do. And, stuff like that. and uh, they sell out. They, uh, they've got great product and everything. It's uh, Their story parallels uh, Jen and Kev. Jen and Kev, when they first started with all that stuff, they did the same thing. They had that property and they started out, that all they had was an easy up tent and a table and Whatever they were growing, they'd put out there. Now look at the place. Yeah. I mean, they have the it's barns the and the yeah. the goats and everything that's going on out there. And uh, I don't mean to bring up the goat thing because I know that takes you to a different place. That's another episode. <laughs> um, the goat people. Um, <laughs> I think that brings you to another place. Oh, no, yeah. God, what a night. Um, but, yeah, so get out to get out to the Bronx. Get out to Brockberry Farms this weekend. Um, uh, great people, great place, good time. Um, and thanks for tuning in to Windy City Redneck, the podcast. Again, we're going to be at Rosangelis Pizza on the 18th. Um, I said the 18th, right? No, the 20, yes, the 18th. That episode will drop on the 21st. Whiskey Jim will be back and I'm working on a surprise guest or two. Meet us out there that night. Uh, Jackie will be bartending. We are going to have some raffle items that night. We are going to have another Windy City Redneck cooler. They'll be filled up with uh, some Windy City Redneck gear. The way that works, folks, is you come out there. Every time you get a drink from Jackie at the bar, she's going to give you half of a playing card. It's going to go into the bucket. Somewhere during the broadcast, we'll pick out that card. If your card matches, you have the other half, you win the prize. And uh, that was a hit the last time. People yeah, it loved it. Yeah. It, was, it was good. Um, come out for some. Yeah. Get in cooler. Yeah. Um, and uh, Whiskey Jim will be there. Some great whiskey to taste. I'm looking forward to it. Whiskey Jim's looking forward to it. One more oh, will be yeah. my co-host that night. I'm and looking forward to it. I know. And I have a new sound system that will eliminate, hopefully eliminate some of that reverb that we get or that feedback. Uh, Ray from Los Angeles. I, I sent him a text, let him know everything was going on, and all I can say is that it was a very positive text message I got back to him. Okay. And it, it, when he got back to me, saying that he's really looking forward to it. We the girls are talk to turkey it. with him. Too. Yeah, we do, and we got to talk to him about his trip out to Utah and being an ambassador for the uh, for the veterans, which I wanna 
we'll have that podcast. We got some things lined up. I do apologize to you folks. Renee Jr., on behalf of all the guys at Winnie City Redneck, do apologize. We're trying to be as consistent as possible with dropping these podcasts, but life gets busy. Hunting season gets in the way, but that's the reason we're here, and this is how that's why it all started from our founding president, uh, Gregory Joseph Say. May he rest in peace. May you enjoy this podcast. May you enjoy everything Windy City Redneck. Coming up with some new Windy City Redneck gear as well. Um, but again, check us out on Facebook, our website. And until next time, stay. Remember. No, stay. Stay warm, stay, stay cool, depending on the crazy ass weather in Illinois. If it's brown, it's down. Oh, okay. <laughs> One more. Until next time. Stay safe, stay warm, stay dry. Yeah, stay, stay warm. Cold. Yeah, dry. Stay cold. liquidated. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Yeah. Hydrate. Hy- no, no. Hy- beer doesn't hydrate you. Beer is mainly water. <sighs> Still dehydrates. Dehydrates the shit out of you. <laughs> Haven't you ever it, it heard? May or may haven't, not. You have, haven't you ever heard us old men in the middle of the night going, "Ugh," because there's a leg cramp? And I always say, "Hey, young gun, come over here and rub this out." <laughs> oh no, you, you, I, I'll hydrate you with an IV. How about that? Yeah, stab right. you with a needle. All right, enjoy your 48. Hey, until next time, stay cool, stay warm, depending on where you're at. Stay dry if you're in Florida. Until next time, this is Winnie City Redneck, the podcast. Your host Renee Jr. Co-host one more, and our guest this week, Ron. Thanks for joining us, folks. Meet us at Rosangeles, October 19th in Evergreen Park. Take it easy.